one back, guys, and I'm super happy about that. Um, we had some audio issues in the last um, uh, podcast, and I'm sorry for that. I appreciate those of you who did tune in, and for those of you who kind of let me know in the most polite way possible that we had some unexpected audio issues, which didn't show up when I was first looking it over, but I really, really appreciate you guys. You're amazing. You're funny. You're talented. You're beautiful. You're queens, and I just really appreciate who you are, and I wanted to take a minute to kind of shout you out for a minute. You know who you are. You're amazing. You're phenomenal, and the way that you went about it was so sweet and so thoughtful, Um, but let's jump into this next episode because I am going back to work on Monday, and this is going to be a really interesting shift for me. Um... My hours are super similar to how they were before. They're a little shorter in some ways, a little longer in other ways. Um, I'm excited. I really, really am. Um, I love being a creator. And definitely during this quarantine, I learned a lot about myself. I learned about ways that I could challenge my anxiety and channel my anxiety. Um, I learned to be creative and thoughtful and that I could be more than just maybe what I was on paper, that I'm not just a receptionist, even though being an administrative assistant slash receptionist, there's nothing to sneeze at. Those girls in almost every single business everywhere run everything. Um, If you don't think that they do, they probably do. If you're (laughs) rude to them, believe me, they don't have to help you to the fullest of their extent. Um, But it just definitely made me think about a lot of things and I think I've grown a lot in my creativity and how I handle challenges and I know that a lot of you ladies have grown as well and you've told me you've grown as well. Strong, beautiful, confident, you know, um, taking on new challenges. Maybe you wanted to take this time to further your degree, do an online degree. You know, maybe you didn't know how strong your emotional threshold was. Maybe this was a perfect time to dive into budgeting now that you had you know, resources that are limited, you had to really think smart. And going back into history and finding out how, like I said, they had the victory gardens that made up, like, I think it was like a third or a fourth of the food during World War II. Correct me if I'm wrong, but it's really, really interesting how that old saying, you don't know who you are until your back is against the wall, right? And I never really took that to be because I've been through some tough stuff in my life. And I was like, This is just who I am. Like, I handle things when they get thrown at me. But with quarantine, feeling like you're a totally healthy, strong, natural person and not being able to work, you know, um, being able to keep others safe by literally staying in your house, which is a... um, extroverts nightmare (laughs) let me tell you I have friends who are introverted and they were coasting through this like this was summer vacation for them like they loved it they didn't have to go anywhere they were homebodies but all of us extroverts out there were suffering suffering we definitely we wanted to see people we wanted to go places and it definitely there are privileges that I took for granted and I've talked about this on the YouTube series before but there are privileges that I took for granted just being able to stop over at my mom's house and stop over you know friends houses and now being able to really think about what's important and essential to me um and like how much food do I need or how much you know, resources am I going to need for these upcoming bills? Like everything being stripped back to the very, very basics. Like it made me realize my own strength and what I can survive, but it also made me realize 
how much I took for granted. Um, so this has definitely been a very interesting time quarantine wise. And I know a lot of you have said the same thing. Um, also it's been very, you know, clarifying, I guess you could say when it comes to who really has your back, who really is in your corner, who offered you help, who reached out to you to make sure you were okay. Um, I would never say that this virus was a good thing by any means because so many people lost their lives. I would never, never say that this is a good thing. But it definitely did open my eyes to a lot of people who were just kind of, like I said, floaters. They were hanging on in my life. It reminded me of when I was a little girl and I was in Lake Erie and, you know, in my dad's Lyman and I would see floaters to mark, like, how far you'd gone, right? And the floaters would just literally bob up and down, wouldn't bump your boat, whatever. They just kind of would hang out. We have people in our lives that do the same thing. They don't invest in us. They don't ask us how we are or how we're doing or put forth any effort in our life and they get all of the privileges. And this could be platonic relationships and this could also be romantic relationships. That F boy that you've been chasing after, which y'all know how I feel about chasing men. <laughs> but, you know, maybe there's a, a F boy that keeps coming into your life, keeps texting you, keeps messaging you, you know. But during quarantine, Unless their phone is literally broken, and there's ways to tell if it hasn't been. But unless their phone is literally broken, there's no excuse for not checking in on you, texting you, sending you a picture. How are you? How are you doing? Uh, send them funny memes back and forth. They should be doing everything in their power to call you, text you, FaceTime you. And this goes for friends as well, but especially for romantic relationships or guys that we've got to spark with. If they put forth no effort whatsoever, this is the time you really need to watch yourself when you come out of quarantine like me. Um, this is the time, thankfully I have a wonderful, wonderful man, but this is the time that you really need to watch yourself because as the world starts waking up and, you know, we start getting back to a little bit of normalcy, obviously wearing a mask at work, but we start getting back to ourselves and our routines and our patterns and the things that felt good. Sometimes people psychologically go back to things that work for them, even if it's not healthy for them. And this is going to be the season of the F-boys. They're going to be everywhere. They're going to be trying to text you, call you, you know, oh, I missed you. I couldn't see you. Um, that's very true that you couldn't see me. However, you could have texted me. You could have FaceTimed with me. If they didn't put in any effort whatsoever to see you, call you, text you, check up on you, please, ladies, do not waste your time with them. Don't. Don't make excuses for them, which is something that I feel like as women we do all the time. We make excuses for people that hurt us, not just, you know, relationships or F boys or players. We make relationships like we, we make excuses for relationships that really, really hurt us, that are harmful. I have, you know, ex best friends that were really kind of toxic and they didn't check on me and they didn't and I'm not calling them out and I'm not you know, going to say what their Instagram handle is or any of that. Like, we're going to be mature about this. But there are people in my life that either were wrapped up in their new boyfriend, so they didn't really check on me because they were swallowed completely. Their identity is swallowed completely by that new boyfriend. And they checked on me maybe once in this entire period of time. Maybe. And then I just had friends that, like, really I thought I was really close with. Co-workers I thought I was really close with. People I thought I was really, really close with. And they didn't give enough. 
the initial, oh gosh, I'm so sorry you've been placed in deferment. Like after I messaged them to let me let them know that I was in deferment. And you guys are gonna hear background noise and I'm sorry. I'm gonna try to try to shut my window as I'm like talking to you guys because um I don't want any more auditory problems. <laughs> and um, I live in an apartment complex, so I don't have control over when people do the lawns or don't do the lawns. Um, they hire a company to do that. Um, but anyways, what I was trying to say before all that is um, there are people that didn't check on you and left you wondering and left you insecure and left you wondering where you are in that relationship, whether it's a friendship or somebody you work with or a family member. And you need to distance yourself from those kinds of people. It's really, really easy to just say, oh, just cut them off. Oh, just cut them off. Don't talk to them anymore. That's easier said than done, especially when a person is very, very toxic and harmful. Um, that is really easier said than done to just cut them off and ignore them and stop hanging out with them or having anything to do with them. You need to try, like when I had my narcissistic ex, I had to break up with him, obviously. This is years ago. And then I had to completely distance myself so that if for whatever reason he would text me, I tried not to answer. Or if I had to answer, I would give him one or two word answers. Like you slowly distance yourself. In my case, it had to be more immediate. But in the case of having a toxic best friend or friend or family member, you need to slowly distance yourself. Only ask, answer their questions. If you start to see them gaslighting you, you need to... Uh, turn off your phone or block them for a while, you know, or just distance yourself as much as possible because our mental health is so important. And as we're getting back to our jobs and as we're getting back to our lives, which have been kind of placed on hold with all this quarantine stuff, we need to be very cognizant of the people in our lives and how we're spending our time. And that really, really, I would say that is the silver lining of all of this for me anyways, is the fact that I learned who was in my corner and I learned who cared about me and I developed my skills and my feminine energy and I developed myself as a woman so that when I go back to work, if somebody were really to ask me like, what did you do during quarantine? Well, I finished my third novel. You know, I started this podcast. I amped up my YouTube, you know, um, I started um, my counseling session on kick so that even though I'm not a counselor, but if somebody came to me and said, I have this question or this question or this question about love, like love or relationships, I could give them an answer for free. I'm not charging anybody anything. Um, but you know, I started building relationships on kick, um, and having people message me and talk to me and, you know, feel like I was someone they could talk to about relationships. And those are all things that I really, really wanted to do. I started to explore with my art and my painting and, finding my way, finding my flavor when it came to being an artist. I joined a cosplay community on TikTok and <laughs> which sounds crazy and creative all at once, but I met a lot of really great people, not physically met them obviously, through social distancing, through the app, communicated with a lot of really great people who were super creative. And if you guys know me, you know I have a theatrical background. So this was like right up my alley and actually did my first mermaid cosplay, you know, painted my face and made it look like scales and everything um, this summer or this spring. I don't know, it just may count as 
summer or spring. I mean, it's warmer now, so some people would count it as summer, but it kind of feels springy up here in Ohio. But anyways, I challenged myself to be the best version of myself. And I know a lot of you ladies have done the same thing. Um, it always kind of killed me when somebody would be like, oh, I'm so bored. And I would be like, well, what can you work on? on yourself? Are you doing the work? Are you being introspective? Are you talking about yourself? Are you trying to be better? Are you literally bettering yourself? Because if you're not being the best possible person you can be, then you have no reason to be bored. And the reason why I took on all these creative projects is because being left without my job, even temporarily on deferment, made me feel anxious and it made me feel like I didn't really know who I was because I've talked about this before, how important it is to build a healthy self, but I accidentally had allowed myself to become so swallowed in the idea of I'm a receptionist and that's what I do and that's who I am. Um, and then I kind of lost to myself for a little bit and you know, I'm not answering phone calls and I'm not, you know, working from home and I'm not, you know, um, entering invoices and all the stuff that I did. And it made me feel a little bit like I wasn't valued, but I had to reframe that and understand that they were doing what they were doing to keep everybody safe. Um, boiling it down to what they call a skeleton crew where they only have a certain amount of people um, working there to keep the public safe. And I totally understand that, but it still is a gut punch when you are removed or your hours are given to someone else. It is a little bit of a gut punch. Um, and so I had to take a step back and I had to reframe who I was and I had to think about my life and how much I did love my job, but I struggled with self-love, which is a strange thing to think about that you love your job and you're confident and you're put together and you handle <clears throat> handle everything <laughs> um but you still struggle so much with self-love and who you are as a person and that is really what I did that I took the time to get to know myself and figure out hey I love painting I love drawing I love writing well, we all know I love writing because I can write multiple pages in a day but that's beside the point I had to figure out what my passions were and how those passions maybe could be turned into extra income. The idea that of this podcast came to me during quarantine. I'm pursuing my dream of public speaking and of positive speaking. I hope my one of my goals is maybe to have a TED talk by the time I'm 35. Now I'm 31, so who knows if it'll actually happen or not, but I'm dreaming again and I'm having goals again and I'm writing things down and I'm thinking about what's important to me and ways to create multiple streams of income so I'm not dependent on just one person or I'm not dependent on one job. and. I remember there was a book and I think it's called Rich Dad, Poor Dad or Poor Dad, Rich Dad. I would have to look it up for you guys. But I remember there was a book and in that book they did talk about, to the best of my knowledge, they did talk about this idea of creating multiple streams of income. So if for whatever reason you lose one stream of income, you're not flat footed and you're not desperate and you don't feel like, oh my gosh. Now I've got to scrape the bottom of the barrel to get where I want to be. You know, I've got to really, you know, um, um, pull my belt in. I think that's an old saying. <laughs> um, tighten my belt. That's what I was trying to say. Sorry. Tighten my belt to 
get to where I want to be and be really low on resources. And that's something that I want to explore is real estate, you know, and investments and understand and be as educated as possible. Education really is power. It's not about college, however, even though college is great, but just understanding how the world works and what's in it you know, that can be very beneficial to women as well as men. But since this specific podcast is more geared to women, it can really, really be beneficial to us to understand the stock market and, you know, and finances and real estate. And none of those things have really been my cup of tea. I don't really love finance and I don't really love math, but I'm willing to learn because I want to feel empowered. So, I want you to think about ways that you can level yourself up if you're still in quarantine or deferment um, and ways that you can continue to grow your revenue and make yourself feel like you're not desperate and despondent and you know like, oh my gosh, how am I going to handle this? We need to find ways that we never have to feel that way again because this definitely taught me a lot during quarantine and who I am and who I want to be, who my best self is and how my life would look if I had um, all the resources that I wanted. And it's going to take really hard work to get where I want, but we can do it. We are entrepreneurs. We're free thinkers. We are passionate, smart, intelligent women, and we definitely, definitely can do it. And there's nothing that we can't have if we're willing to work hard enough for it. But what we also have to really develop, because I always talk about developing like compassion and intelligence, we have to develop our will, our strength, our tenacity. That's what I want to build up. That no matter what comes our way, we're going to handle it. No matter, and this doesn't mean that you can't feel stressed and you can't cry. I cried yesterday (laughs) just from the stress of everything. Um, Before I knew I was getting my job back, you know, I, I cried like I'm trying to figure everything out and... My back is against the wall and sometimes I don't know how I'm going to handle it. So I'm not telling you not to be human and raw and genuine, but there are times for that. And what I want to build now, like a muscle more than anything, is my tenacity and my intelligence. And I want to continue working towards being a very empowered person and a person who doesn't give up and has that stubborn nature where it's like, I want to be what I want to be and nothing's going to stop me. And sometimes that can be really, really hard, especially in the life situations that we are in now. And I'm not trying to be tone deaf at all. Um, No matter what you have going on, there is a way to progress forwards. And some people's battles are harder than others. Um, I totally get that. I've been through stuff and my friends have been through stuff and it's not fun when you don't even know where your next meal is coming from, let alone how to open your nail salon or your business that you've been dreaming about since you were a little girl. You don't even know how you're going to feed your babies if you have little ones, let alone going back to school and getting your business degree. Sometimes it's overwhelming. And so sometimes we have to say, okay, in the grand span of my dreams, I'm just going to literally take things a step at a time. I'm going to think about what do I have to do first? Well, I have to make sure my little ones are taken care of and that food is on the table and that whatever resources are coming at us right now, whatever problems are coming at us right now, we're using our resources to cover that. And then I can dream about going back to school and then I can dream about opening up a nail salon or a beauty salon or whatever it is that you want to do. So prioritize because that's very, very important. I'm not telling you to recklessly, you know, 
go online and join somebody's program when you don't know how you're going to pay your rent. I've never been the type of person to tell someone to be reckless like that. But start dreaming a little bit. Keep a journal if you have time to write down what you want. Write down the kind of life you'd like to live. Nothing is impossible for you. We live in a very creative world and absolutely nothing is impossible. We can do it. It's going to take work. It's going to take tenacity. It's going to take strength and power and grit. (laughs) And I hate that word, but it's so true. So I want you to kind of think about ways that you could improve your life. Think about multiple streams of income and think about developing your grit and your tenacity like a muscle. So I'm going to sign off now. I got a couple things going on, but I definitely wanted to say hi and to encourage you that you got this. You're a queen. You can do this. I love you so much and I will talk to you soon.